so it's World Communion Sunday today. And about a third of the people in the world identify as Christians, as followers of Jesus. And you think about that. You say, okay, well, that's a third of the world. That's a lot of people that are following Jesus. And yet there are two-thirds of the world who are practicing other religions or no religion at all. And yet we know that they were created by God in God's image and that they too are beloved. So you wonder, well, why Jesus? Why Jesus? Why are we following Jesus? And I know I can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for myself, and it's about accessibility. I am not always really good at real ethereal concepts. I know when we teach our children that they can get Jesus, they know Jesus' life, they see him in the manger, he's born, this is Christmas, we understand that. We understand Easter that Jesus dies. He's on the cross and dies. And as sad as that is, we know he breaks the bonds of death and is raised to the glory of God. So we can see Jesus. And the concept of God the Father, God the God the Almighty Parent. We all have parents, so we get that concept that we have a Creator God who created the world and everything in it, created the cosmos and everything in it. But especially with our children, when we get to the Holy Spirit, it takes us to confirmation class, really. And Sandy's taught lots of Sunday school and taught lots of confirmation, and it's about the time we get to, to confirmation age, we can start to understand the concept of that power that moves among us, between us, between us and God, a spirit that we cannot see. But Jesus, for us, for me, is the most accessible. I get Jesus. I get a baby born in poverty. I get an unwed mother who is fearful of what the world might say, and yet she knows that something holy is happening. And she is able to carry through giving birth to this child. And Joseph, I get Joseph. He's a good guy. He's a good guy who says, I don't want to shame this woman. I am going to walk with her. And God says, oh, Joseph, trust me. The Holy Spirit has caused her to give birth to this child. I get that nitty-gritty coming into the world. 
And I get that Jesus was angry enough to flip over the tables in the temple yard because people were making a mockery out of coming together to worship God. Instead, they were turning it into a marketplace. And not only a marketplace, they were charging exorbitant prices so that the pilgrims who came were able to make a sacrifice to God. They were taking advantage because of their cultural and traditions of their religion. I get Jesus. I get that Jesus got tired and wanted to go off into the wilderness alone. And yet people followed him, so he took pity on them and healed them. I get that Jesus told people, shh, don't tell anyone I healed you. Because he didn't want all that attention. And yet, of course, people could not but boast and speak of the wondrous things that Jesus had done. We're able to see God's hands in action through Jesus Christ. And I get that Jesus suffered. Suffering is one of those universal things in the world. And I get that Jesus suffered. I understand that Jesus died. I understand death. But what Jesus teaches me the most is hope. Jesus teaches me that no matter what, suffering, death is not the end of the story. There is resurrection to eternal life. There is more. There is the promise of glory at the right hand of God. There is that promise that we will all come to that time when we hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. I get Jesus. God speaks to us through a son. Now there are others who have other religions and other traditions, and they understand God in their own way. And I bless them. And I covenant to walk with them as neighbors and friends. But for me, dare I say us, Jesus is our way. Jesus speaks to us because he took on human form, incarnate, took on flesh and blood, took on human emotions. And he was able to get angry, to cry and to be sad. That he was able to heal and care for others. That Jesus was able to teach and lead. 
spoke to us through a son. And as, as God's children, as God's sons and daughters, as followers of Christ, we are now called to be those hands in the world. Hands that are able to bless, hands that are able to care, hands that are able to help in the healing process, hands that can feed each other, hands that can build housing for the homeless, hands that can reach out across difference and hold each other in love. When God speaks to us through Jesus, we're able to learn and to see and to imagine a better world. We're able to start building that kingdom here and now, a kingdom where all God's people gather in peace. May it be so that we are followers of Jesus, disciples of Christ, so that we are able to help build that kingdom in Jesus' name.